beautiful boys and girls, and welcome to a new episode of Avant-Garde Book Storytime. I am Shri Hardy, and today I will be reading Dave the Potter, Artist, Poet, Slave. This book was written by Laban Karakil, and it was illustrated by Brian Collier. If you have this book, you can follow along quietly with me. If you don't, it's quite okay. Try to get in a very comfortable place and just get relaxed and listen quietly to Dave the Potter, Artist, Poet, Slave. To us, it is just dirt, the ground we walk on, scoop up a handful, the gritty grain slip between the fingers. On wet days, heavy with rainwater, it is cool and squishy, mud pie heaven, but today it was clay, the plain and basic stuff upon which he learned to form a life as a slave nearly 200 years ago. To us, it is just a pot, round and tall, good for keeping marbles or fresh cut flowers. But today, it was a pot large enough to store a season's grain harvest, to put up salted meat, to hold memories. One began out of the clouds of dust, clotted clumps of clay, ground in the pug mill, and carried wheelbarrow after wheelbarrow to Dave's spinning potter's wheel. With a flat wooden paddle large enough to row across the Atlantic, Dave mixed clay with water, drawn from Big Horse Creek until wet and stiff and heavy. Dave's hands, buried in the mounded mud, pulled out the shape of a jar, like a magician pulling a rabbit out of a hat. He chapped thumbs, pinched into the center, squeezed the inside against his fingers outside. As the wheel spun round and round the walls of the jar, rose up like a robin's puffed breast, but only so far before its immense weight threatened collapse. The jar grew so large, Dave could no longer wrap his strong arms around it. If he climbed into the jar and curled into a ball, he would have been embraced. Only then did he stop his potter's wheel and roll long ropes of clay between his dry, caked hands. Dave mounted these coils of clay one by one on the half-finished jar. He ran his wet fingers along the sides to smooth it all together, kicking the wheel with the heel of his foot. The shoulder and rim shrugged upward as the jar took the shape. Dave knew was there even before he worked the raw mound on his wheel. While the clay dried, Dave pounded wood ash and sand to mix a glass-like brown glaze to withstand time. But before the jar completely hardened, Dave picked up a stick 
and wrote to let us know that he was here. I wonder where is all my relation, friendship to all and to every nation. That was day, August 16, 1857. Here's some more information about Dave, a life. Dave is an important American artist. His beautifully crafted jars stand out among the pottery of the time. His whimsical poems embody a simplicity and deep emotional complexity that rivals Japanese haiku. These are remarkable accomplishments in themselves, but for Dave, who lived most of his life as a slave, they are even more incredible. We have printed his poems here as they appeared on pots, including mistakes, as well as various marks such as dashes and plus signs. As Leonard Todd states in Carolina Clay, with so few words surviving from this gifted and unusual person, almost alone in his role of slave witness, it's important for us to get them right. Dave created his art in spite of a society that not only discouraged his brilliance, but threatened him with death for expressing it. We know about Dave mainly because of what he wrote on his pottery. For long periods of time, Dave did not write on the sides of his pots, perhaps because he knew it was not safe. He would sometimes just sign his name. He only had a first name because slaves were not allowed to have family names like Hill or Collier. Other times, he might put the date. Once in a while, he would include a poem. Perhaps he wrote his poems for a specific, specific person, or maybe just for anyone who could read. Here's one. Put every bit all between. Surely this jar will hold 14. That was July 12, 1834. This poem was written on one of the earliest pots that we know for certain Dave made. It tells us that the pot can hold 14 gallons. Dave was one of the only two known potters at the time who could successfully make pots that were larger than 20 gallons, sometimes as large as 40 gallons. To do this, he had to rustle more than 60 pounds of clay on his turning wheel, a feat that required great skill and strength. Here's another poem. Dave belongs to Mr. Miles, where the oven bakes and the pot biles. That was July 31st, 1840. Some of what we know about Dave is buried in the shadows of the lives of his owners. The first record of Dave dates to his 17th year. His name appeared on a contract to borrow money to buy a house. Because his age is mentioned, we know that he was born sometime around 1801. We also learn that he was born in the United States, but we don't know where. A better thing I never saw when I shot off the lion's jaw. That was another poem by Dave that was written on November the 9th, 1836. We can suppose that Dave lived a life much better than most other slaves who worked in the fields. As a potter, he had a skill few black people were allowed to learn. Slaves were generally used for unskilled jobs. White slave owners feared that if their slaves learned skills such as blacksmithing, 
or pottery, they might demand freedom and respect. For the same reason, slaves were not allowed to learn to read and write. How Dave learned may never be known. Another trick is worse, worse than this. Dearest Smith, bear me a kiss. That was a poem written by Dave on August 26, 1840. According to Leonard Todd, Dave lost his leg when he was around 35 years old. After that, his friend Henry, whose arm were, arms were crippled, kicked the potter's wheel for him. The details of the story in this book are taken from Dave's life before and after he lost his leg. But the focus is on Dave as a potter and poet. With this in mind, the facts surrounding Dave's lost leg were not included. When you fill this jar with pork or beef, Scott will be there and get a piece. That was April 21, 1858. We do know that some of Dave's poems leave a smile while others offer observations on his life. The sun, moon, and stars in the west are plenty of bears. That was July 29, 1858. Over the years, Day's poems shared the pain of losing his family as well as his love for others. His words express his humanity, his compassion, and his own passion for life. According to Jill Boot Coverman in I Made This Jar, it is estimated that over 70, uh, seven decades, Dave made approximately 40,000 pots, but it is only through these few surviving poems that we get to know him. The last surviving jar inscribed with the poem is dated May the 3rd, 1862. This poem is a fitting epitaph for Dave. I made this jar all of cross. If you don't repent, you will be lost. Wow, that is the end of that wonderful book, boys and girls. It was called Dave, Ar Dave the Potter, Artist, Poet, and Slave, written by Lamont Carrick Hill and illustrated by Brian Collier. I hope you learned something about this very interesting person. Continue to do research. Have a beautiful day. Take care. <laughs>